Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, what the heck is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kind of Funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox here at Kind of Funny. Of course, I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and I'm saying, hey, happy new year. It's 2023, and the X-Cast crew is back again. Of course, it wouldn't be the X-Cast without my two gaming dads and my best dudes on planet Earth. I'll tell you what. It was a long holiday break without the two of you in my ear having some fun talking all things Xbox. So let's go around the let's go around the table checking on the holiday break. Paris Lily, you're up first. Happy New Year, happy holidays to you and yours. How are you doing after the break? I'm doing fantastic. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy holidays. Hope everyone had uh, some good time off uh, during during the winter break. But yeah, we're we're back. I'm excited. Uh, 2023 is going to be a huge year. For gaming um i'll just say quickly for myself during the, during the break um i just decoupled i did not play a game the wow. for like two weeks i just watched a lot of tv shows <laughs> watched a lot of movies made random comments on twitter uh did a road trip to arizona got to see my buccaneers in person you got to see tom brady all, all that fanfare with my son so that was good but uh it was pretty low-key holiday for me and it was good i just did not check work, email, nothing for two weeks. It, it was great. Heck yeah, Paris. Uh, for our production team and director, Paris Lily is a little loud in the studio, so it could be coming through our mics. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Going over to you, Gary Witter, the Rogue One. Happy to be back with you in person. And a little teaser for everybody next week. Mr. Paris Lilly will be in person with us on a kind of funny X cast. So that's a big deal. But Gary, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm also a little loud, but there's nothing you can do about it. No, I that. like when you're loud, though. Um, and I'm, I am excited to have Paris uh, here in person next week. It'll be the first time. Um, yes. Would it, would it be the first time ever that all three of Correct. us, that all three hosts, because, you know, there was Alana before us, Alana, but we yep. never actually sat together. Yeah. So, because, you know, obviously the whole prehistory of X-Cast was during COVID when everything was remote. Yeah. So this will be the first fully in-person X-Cast. That's a big deal. That's a big deal, Gary Witta. And, you know, today, while we're recording this, I am celebrating my second anniversary here at Kind of Funny. Two years with the team heading oh, wow. into year number three. And you know what, Paris? It wouldn't be possible without this guy, Gary Witta, right here, who put the little bug in Greg Miller's ear to start the Kind of Funny X-Cast with Alana and myself. And that kind it's of true. started my career trajectory. So thank you, Gary. And it wasn't, and by, by the way, it wasn't just you know me saying we should do an Xbox show. It was also, <laughs> why aren't you doing more with Snowbike Mike? Oh, this guy's going to be a good. fucking star one day. <laughs> uh, Hitch your Gary. wagon to him. So, yeah, a big celebration. And as Paris said, we got a big year ahead, uh, Paris. I'm really, really excited. Some big-time games and uh, a whole lot of fun things coming to Game Pass, which is what this episode will be all about. Everything you can expect in the first six months and maybe all 12 months of the year coming to your Xbox title to start off the new year, which will be a ton of fun. But before that... Of course, we got to look back. We got to celebrate 2022. We had a whole year together. We played a bunch of games. And that's what I want to kick off the show with and ask both of you hey, what were some of your favorite games or moments from last year? Of course, I'll give a little teaser right now. Next week on Monday, January 9th, we will record our official kind of funny games top 10 list of the year that will be live on youtube and on twitch at 10 a.m west coast best coast time on twitch and youtube live so you all can check that out so this isn't our official list but this is some of our favorite moments from the x cast crew i wanted to talk about so gary i'll start with you what were some of your favorite games that you played over last year it's funny i have a terrible memory so what i decided to do and this ended up being a useful a useful tip was i just opened up my xbox app yes i went to my achievements and it basically, that's just, just a, a, a way to remember Maybe everything you played on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So just super fast, I'm just going to go through 
what I what any everything that shows up, even if you don't get an achievement, like zero, it still shows up as a mm -hmm. game that you played. So just real quick, this is everything that I played. Um, well, not everything, but like the highlights okay. of what I played in 2022. Number one, and Paris already knows what's coming up here. The game that I played the most of, most hours played, most fun had. Maybe people are getting sick of it by now, but fucking Vampire Survivors, man, <laughs> is the shit. It is, my, it is my personal game of the year. I've said that before, 100%. Stand by it. All the AAA stuff, yeah, it's all very good. Vampire Survivors is... This just perfect little distillation of just gameplay. Like it's a, it's a fucking video game, like a proper old fashioned video game. And it's so well done. What's interesting is I've played it so much. I only have 495 out of 1310 possible achievement points because the game has so many like hidden little relics yep. and things and so many unlocks. And, you know, I, I, I'm barely scratching the surface of like if you want to complete everything. You think you're Super up there fun. with Papa Phil? What's you know, that? Phil Spencer put like 800 hours this year. Oh, I, mean, I, mean, I got, I, I, I got to have a conversation. I got to compare notes with Phil. I bet he's got more than 495 <laughs> points. I'm into the DLC, like the main body of the game almost done with, but then it's going back and finding all the little secrets yes. and stuff. Yeah. Um, let me see what else. Overcooked, that's on here because we played over the holiday. Anytime you've got family, you know, you got to play some Overcooked. Donut County, I went back and revisited. Donut, another Game Pass bang. You ever played yeah. Donut County? I, I played it because of you in Paris. You guys are the so ones much who shouted fun. that and... Um, what was the rain game? Rain parade or rain, rain on, on your parade? Rain on yeah, your we parade. both like that one. Yeah, those two. You guys very similar, you know, idea. One's a hole in the ground, one's mm -hmm. a cloud in the sky, but it's the same kind of thing. Uh, here's another one that shows up every time we have people over. All-time fallback classic, Nidhogg Two. Anytime you want to, anytime you want to have, like, you cannot play that game and not have a good time. It's so fun. Uh, you suck at parking. A, a, a little hidden That's game pass gem game. from this year. That's really, really enjoyed game. that. Um, are you smarter than a fifth grader? I played a lot of that because I actually have an actual fifth grader. Um, Pentiment. Really, I still haven't played very much of it, but like I understand why it's on a lot of people's mm. you know, lists. It's just I don't want to spoil it for you, Gary, but little, I had so much fun with Pentiment. What a good time. Played quite a bit, both in story mode of my by myself and multiplayer with my kid, because she's a big fan as well. Uh, Demon Slayer. Really, really underrated game. Like they basically took the the anime, the TV show. And just brought it to life as a video game. It really feels like I watched my, my daughter and I both watched the first two seasons of the show. And you go back and it's like watching it again, but now you're playing as those characters. Oh. It's super, super fun. Uh, FIFA 23, of course. Every every year gotta do that, gotta hit gotta do FIFA. Richmond in it now too. You know I love playing with Ted Lasso and the crew. Arkanoid Eternal Battle, just a little kind of classic brick breaker. Really enjoyed that. Uh, Yakuza Zero, just mentioned yeah, that's the next big one. I'm gonna play my way through all of the Yakuza games. Uh, and I'm working my way through Yakuza 0. Modern Warfare 2. Still haven't finished the campaign. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm about two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through the campaign. Okay. I will finish it up. Really enjoyed the campaign this year, Modern Warfare 2. But still no Warzone with me. No, I'm going to get to that. I'm scared death. to still go no in, but I, I am, I am going to jump in with you. Uh, let me see. Lots of Fall Guys, of course. Of course. Um, oh, my, 990 out of 1,000 achievement points. What don't I have? I'll have to go back You're and look at that. Missing something. Um, Coffee Talk. Coffee talk, like a game that I, I, I mentioned mm -hmm. to you before. Like we play a little Seattle coffee shop and it's like a story game and you make coffee and people come in and they tell you their stories. Like a barista. I don't know. I just like little games like that. I've got a hidden gem for you that I enjoyed immensely. This is on Game Pass. You play Midnight Fight Express? Yes. That's really a fun. Like uh -huh. an isometric. I believe kinda, made by one guy too. Yeah, Really, really mm -hmm. good. Um, this, I think, came out too early in the year because it's not shown up on a lot of uh, end, game of the year end lists. But like at the time, everyone's saying this is going to be game on the game of the year lists. Cult of the Lamb, super super fun game. I, I enjoyed Paris that. Lily will have something I, to say about some that of game. the most fun I had this year was with Cult. Of the, I would say Vampire Survivors number one. Cult of the Lamb is the game that I probably enjoyed playing the second most. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to go on forever, but I'll give you one more that we really enjoyed. My wife and I uh, did a co-op playthrough of The Quarry. Yes. And you've got, four, you've got four male characters and four female characters, and you can pass the controller back and forth. She did all the, the female characters. I did all the male characters. Love that. So anytime there was like a, a POV chapter change, we would hand the controller over. Uh, really, really enjoyed that game. So that was kind of my year in Xbox gaming. 
I like that, Gary. That's some good games to pull. Yeah, some good quality titles. Get people hopefully thinking about their year. Old and new, a little bit of everything. Sometimes you don't want to play the late. Sometimes you just want to play like an old favorite, you know? Yeah, classic Fall Guys, you and I. Absolutely. Uh, Paris Lily, what were a favorite gaming memory or moment this year for us? Yeah, I'm, I'll try and keep it brief because I'm sure next week we're, we're going to have a lot of conversations with, with the Game of the Year episode. So I'll try to go things that aren't necessarily in my my top 10. Yep. Um, you know, we, we just talked about it the last time we were together, but high on life. Um, that, that, that was a game that really surprised me. I, I got a lot of feedback in my headset when I'm talking. I don't, yeah, I don't I know from Kevin, text if you're standpoint. in production, he's coming in really loud off the speakers, which is, I think, bleeding through our microphone. So hopefully yeah. Kevin's in there and can fix that for Sorry us. Sorry about that. Is that better? Or, um, go ahead. Uh, let me talk now. Let me talk. Sounds yeah, that's better. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds the same to me. A little. I still hear some weirdness. Give me, give me one second. Let me lower the full back. Sure. Apparently, High on Life is the most popular game on Game Pass. Yeah, can right I now. read the stat real yeah. quick coming from the Xbox Wire? High on Life is the biggest Game Pass release of 2022, the biggest third party launch in Game Pass history, wow. and the biggest single player game launch on Game Pass ever. Who would have predicted that? Not us. I didn't think it was going to be that no. big. I mean, know. I didn't think it was going to be crappy or anything. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I think Justin's great, and I, I love all of his stuff, and. I, I was kind of like, yeah, you know, we'll wait and see on this one. I think a lot of people are like, yeah, whatever. But, like, look what it did. It, it, it's a banger. Yeah. Paris, what else you got for us when you're talking about High on Life? Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. Real quick on High on Life, the one thing I did during the holiday break, not that I was playing the game, but I went into the theater room and watched the whole T-Rex movie. Oh, the whole thing. you did. Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that's just kind of the beauty of that. It's just just a humor, and we obviously talked about that the last time we were together. Um, but other games that I played, I mean, Destiny, Witch Queen is just a constant. That's something I always play uh, with my kids. Just continuing Minecraft Dungeons, doing co op stuff on that. That's just kind of a mainstay. Um, the Forza Horizon Five Hot Wheels expansion. Oh yes, very good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was actually really good. I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, Pentiment. Just a side side note on that. I got to talk to a couple people uh, from Obsidian during the Game Awards, kind of just over drinks, and we talked about Pentiment, and I just admitted how it was not something that I was into at first. Like, I was really like, I don't know if I want to play this, but I stuck through it, and once that story really got going, I, I really enjoyed it. It was such a nice surprise. I wish I would have been on that episode that, that you did with Josh Shoyer talking about it, but that was another one. Um, Again, I'm trying to I'm trying to stay off of my top ten list. Uh, what was something else that really grew? Oh, I went back and started playing Hades. Nice. That was something I went through. You know, I, I did the initial run and then it kind of fell off, and now I jump back into it and um, really enjoying it. Um, now, now that I'm off holiday break, I think I'm going to pick that back up again and and try and do some more runs through because I know that's really. You, you really start the game once you actually, you know, you get a run through. That really opens up the, the, the main part of the game. So I um, want to go back and, and start doing that as well. But, um, you know, this is an Xbox show, so I'm not going to talk too much about PlayStation or anything. But, um, yeah, that and then, like Gary already said, Vampire Survivors. That, that just put a chokehold on me <laughs> once I started playing that game. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a solid year for gaming. I mean, for obvious reasons. Um, you know, this wasn't the best year 2022 gaming wise, but I still had a lot of fun. Um, I felt like I was able to kind of jump into the backlog a little bit and uh, clean up some stuff like I mentioned Hades as an example. But overall, I had, had a good time for gaming this year in 2022. Yeah, I think we were kind of down on it at the midway point and worried what would 2022 come out. And when I started to build out my top 10 list, I had games upon games that I could put and rearrange and games that I really, really loved. And shout out to the, the Witcher next-gen patch, right? Like, shout out to yep. the Witcher on that one, right? We loved that. I want to give a big shout out to Grounded 1.0. I had a ton of fun oh, with right, Grounded. Yeah. Right, that team yeah. over there, they put together a really fun survival game that you can play with your family and friends, and it is fun. It's easy to learn. It's accessible. That is a must-play title on uh, Game Pass. Also, Escape Academy. Gary Witt, if you're oh, looking my for wife played that, fan, yeah. uh, Escape Academy is a blast co-op. Yeah, because she really loves Escape well Room, so yeah. perfect. For I liked that. And also, Rainbow Six Extraction. 
You know, that was a game that came and went early, early in the year. year. But hitting Game Pass, right? Like, that was a fun time with friends. Taking that Rainbow Six Siege gameplay yeah. and making it PvE, slowing it down. Like, I liked that I game I had a, a fun lot. time with that for, like, a week. Yeah, it didn't, exactly. it didn't stick with me as much because I, well, I remember when they first announced this, oh, I love these kind of, like, you know, asymmetrical, mm-hmm. like, four players against, you know, the Horde kind of games. And I liked the the whole Tom Clancy vibe and it felt like yeah. a good marriage and I did really enjoy playing it. I just, I just couldn't, mm-hmm. it's tough when it, I think sometimes unless you've got like a regular crew, when you need like three or four people to all coordinate to play, you can't just like pick up and play. Like you've got to organize yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and then my final two shout outs, number one shredders. That is a little hint for everybody on my top 10. What that team did with snowboarding and making it feel so true to life was a blast, right? Bringing in pros, bringing in actual brands in the snowboarding and skiing world, A plus job. Yeah, I was so that. hoping it was going to scratch my SSX itch and it just yeah. didn't. It just <laughs> didn't. Yeah, yeah. Paris, what do you got for me? I, I forgot one Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. Oh, Fantastic. Shredder's Revenge. Fantastic co op experience. Yeah, that, that, was a great, that was a lot of fun to play over the summer. Great Shredder's Revenge time. was fun and the Cowabunga collection yeah. was also another good one. Yeah. Right. Uh, and my final one, I want to give a big shout out one more time to the Game Pass team for EA Play. And the Riot deal, right? EA Play again. The holiday seasons are upon us. My friends are back in town. We're all looking for something to play. Hey, boot up FIFA. Let's get your 10 hours free trial on that. Boot up Madden. Let's get our 10 free hours out of that. Boot up NHL. Like, let's have fun playing these games because we get those 10-hour free trials, and it's always a blast to play Volta mode, play Madden in the yard, right, NHL, and go play the World of Shell, like, these are all great titles, and being on the Game Pass slash EA Play deal is such a huge win every single holiday season for me and my friends. And then the Riot deal, right? This holiday, like Paris said, I was surprised how little I gamed, but what I did game was League of Legends Wild Rift on my phone, right? Like, I am back on League of Legends now, and the idea that this January we'll have all of the League of Legends Wild Rift characters part of Game Pass, right? That's a big win for me. Having League traditional, having Valorant, right? Like, these are all big wins for me that helps me save a couple of bucks. And also, it's just fun to play. Like, League of Legends, Wild Rift on the phone is a fun time. It's a little less competitive, a little bit faster gameplay than playing on the traditional PC side. Really, really well done. And I look forward to getting all those characters in January. That's going to be a big win for me. Yeah, the um, Riot games in particular, the ones that they've made so far, at least, like League and Valorant, they're not really my cup of tea, yeah. but I understand how super oh, yeah. popular they are. I actually went to the right offices a few years ago and they walked me all around. They showed me like their server mm. room. And they were, I can't remember at the time, but they were saying like, like the big, they, they said like the web traffic or internet traffic, they were saying to me at the time, like Google, Facebook, League of Legends. Like Amazing. that's, it's, I mean, you don't need me to tell you how huge League of Legends is. It's obviously just colossal. Um, it's just not my, it's just not my cup of tea. And Valorant, it kind of feels like one shooter too many for me, but it obviously has like huge, it's, it's succeeded, right? Like when they announced that they were going to do Valorant, I was like, really, is there room for another shooter? Well, I mean, they, they made, made room. Yeah. So, um, and I guess what I'm saying is even though those games aren't my cup of tea, as an observer, as like a, a pundit or a commentator sitting here on the X-Cast, I can, I can understand like what a big deal that is to bring the Riot stuff into the fold. That's huge. Big deal right there. And it's only going to get bigger. Of course, they have their fighting game being made right now. That will be a fun one to mm-hmm. see. So really exciting stuff. Paris, finish off 2022 for us as we start to head into our next segment of the show. Yeah, to kind of wrap up 2022 for me, I, I wanted to give a shout over to the, the Xbox app as Danny Pena, of course, he always interrupts me every time I try to talk. Um, but no, I want to give a shout out over to, to the Xbox PC team, uh, to, to the app team. That app over the calendar year of 2022 made leaps and bounds of improvement. I mean, it, um, the, the only way it could go was up, right? From where yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. It was, it was not in the, the best of states at the beginning of the year. But as we ended the year, um, I find myself using like... Before, it's like I would want to play, if I want to play a PC game, I'd rather just play it on Steam. Now, I can play something, again, with Game Pass, the, the cloud features, there's all the stuff that the Xbox have had, the speed improvements, the UI improvements, just the category improvements that they've been able to do. It It is a 
a, a in a good place. It is a very playable and reliable place to go play Xbox PC games now. And you, and the fact that these are now the true PC games versus them basically just kind of porting over the console versions of the game. You're getting all the PC features in in the Xbox PC app now, which which is fantastic. So kudos to that team. I know it probably took a lot of time, a lot of hard work to get that app to where it is. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with it as, as we go into 2023. And obviously with some of the games like Starfield and Redfall, like I'm going to want to play these on PC. You know, the you know, um, it, what, Aura is coming. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about this stuff uh, in a little bit, but these are going to be PC specific type games for me that I'm going to want to play. And to see that the apps in a good place is, is exciting. And then I would also say, finally, to wrap it up, shout out to Game Pass. We've obviously <laughs> talked about that service a lot over the past couple of years. And with 2022 being a very light year from Xbox Game Studios, I think it really showed how that service can shine because there were so many indie games and third-party games and backlog games that you were able to access through that service. Like I just mentioned, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a part of Game Pass. You talked about Rainbow Six Extraction was a part of Game Pass. Obviously, a smaller game like Pentiment was a part of Game Pass. These are games that you may or may not necessarily experience without that service. So as we go into 2023 and all the expectations that we're going to have from Xbox Game Studios being a part of Game Pass to know that that service service was a highlight during a light year in 2022 is again kudos to them so really looking forward to closing out 2022 and now let's look forward to 2023 heck yeah paris lily gary Witta, paris everybody out there watching and listening that is what we're going to talk about everything coming to your xbox console here in 2023 right after a word right from our sponsors shout out to honey for sponsoring this episode Honey's the easy way to save when shopping on your iphone or computer thanks to honey manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving Honey. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite websites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. We here at Kind of Funny have been using Honey for years and it has literally saved us thousands of dollars on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to just set and forget and save. Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out and by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. That's joinhoney.com slash kindoffunny. All right, guys, let's jump into it right now and take a look at it. Of course, what is coming to your consoles? What can you expect in 2023? I'm going to go right off the Game Informer list that has the big release window for the next six months, anything that's slated and dated. But before I do that, I want to give a good shout out to our friend Miles Dompierre from Windows Gaming Central, who put out a list in an article titled Xbox Game Pass in 2023 has no chill. He has chronicled all of the games you can expect coming to Game Pass First party, third party, indie titles, JRPGs, and beyond. And I just wanted to read a couple off of here because there's some really great titles coming your way. So in the first party department, let's talk about Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition coming to console. That's a big deal. You have Minecraft Legends, Redfall, Forza Motorsport, Aura History Untold, Starfield, Age of Empires 4 for console as well, which is all very, very exciting stuff. I can't wait for that. Going on, he continues on with Atomic Heart, Amnesia the Bunker, Lightyear Frontier, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, Lies of P, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, Cocoon, um, Party Animals, Arc 2, Replaced, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Planet Lana, Ravenlock, and The Last Case of Benedict Fox. And then wrapping it up with some JRPGs you can expect coming to your Game Pass is Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, Monster Hunter Rise, Woe Long Fallen Dynasty, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Team, uh, Special Edition, Guilty Gear Strive, Nino Kuni 2, uh, and even more Game Pass titles. So a big list there from Miles. So shout out to him to check that out. But guys, 
We're going to go right down the list starting in the month of January all the way down into June. I'm going to read off a title that comes to Xbox, and all I want you guys to tell me is, is it a pass or is it something you're interested in? Is If it, if it is something you're interested in, we'll park the bus. We'll talk right. about it for a couple okay. of moments. Hit me. So let's jump in right now. Coming in on January 6th, which is two days from now, we are caretakers coming to your Xbox over there. Anybody interested in that? Has I don't even know what that, that is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. All I guess right, pass. <laughs> keep it moving on that one. That's a pass for us here. Uh, you have Dragon Ball Z Kakarot coming into next-gen consoles on Xbox Series X and S. Anime for you, Gary? Is this interesting to you? I like anime. I don't. I, Dragon Ball Z is not something I follow or particularly care about, so I'll okay. probably take a pass on that. Okay. Up next on January 13th, One Piece Odyssey. Now, this is something I'm going to park the bus with because I'm very jazzed up are you into one title. piece i am a massive one how many of fan. the millions of episodes of it have you 325 seen? gary shit. out of a thousand that's mad isn't right? it so we are, are continuing my one piece journey and this is something i have purchased one piece world seeker i have purchased the one piece fighting game and i wanted to jump into world seeker but i was afraid of getting a lot of spoilers right so i didn't play that okay and i felt like i missed something because the game looked fun, and I wanted to jump in as Luffy and explore, right? So when it comes to One Piece Odyssey, I'm going to skip the idea of missing out on spoilers and just jump right into the game and have a blast this month. So I am really looking forward to One Piece Odyssey. When are you going to watch the animes that I like and would recommend to you? There's not that many, and there's only like a dozen episodes of each one. So you could, you know, it's not like an epic undertaking to watch. Maybe on the upcoming... Um, the upcoming episode of kind of funny or kind of anime you and I can talk. Yeah. About you should put me on. I mean, I saw that you were doing kind of anime. I was thinking, uh, you know what? I don't know a lot about anime. Yeah. It's like, it's like saying, I don't know art, but I, but I like, but I know what I like, <laughs> you know, like I don't, I'm not an anime expert in, in any way, but yes. I know, I know what animes I've watched that I like. So you should have me on there as kind of like a man on the street, kind okay. of like not a super enthusiast, but like I'm a fan of the things that I've discovered that I like. I mean, I, I have a paid active Crunchyroll subscription. That's got a, Give me something, right? Some, right some legitimacy I like, there. I, I appreciate like, that, that. I pay for that, that thing every yeah, month. Yeah. yeah. All right. Keeping it going here. On January 19th, you have a couple coming to your way. A Space for the Unbound. Okay. What are you interested in? I know that in? one either. Paris at all? I do not. Okay. This game reminds me of a memoir blue. Of course, if you remember, mm. if you listened into last year's kind of funny fan critic uh, voting. Gary would have took a memoir blue. I know. So I, I thought, thought it was going to be a be banger and I was disappointed by it. Yeah. Okay. Keeping it going here on January 19th, we have Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden coming our way. Guys, are you going to jump into this? I know if Barrett was here today, he'd be yelling at us to try these. I'm, t I'm torn on this one because much like Yakuza, like a dragon, which enchanted me so much it made me want to go play all the other Yakuza games. Persona 5 one of the best games I've ever played, but it's so good, it almost makes me not want to play the other ones because there's no way they can, there's no way three and four can be as good as five. Because yeah. it's a different aesthetic, it's different characters. I don't know, I just, I like Persona 5. I don't know if I like all of Persona, but I guess I would have to play them. I should at least check them out. Give them a try. They're coming to your Game Pass as mm -hmm. well, so that's a big deal. Paris, are you going to jump into Persona? I know you were timid on 5. I think you gave it a try, right? I don't know how far you got into it, though. Yeah, I mean, just just a quick side note on that. I started playing 5, and it's it's not grabbing me. Okay. Um, But I kind of get the appeal i kind of get why like barrett and people like that love it so i'm not saying i'm against it or anything but the fact that they're bringing you know persona 4 there and they're obviously going to bring more to, to game pass i would just say to people out there it's it's worth checking out for sure I, I i get the appeal i just don't know if it's necessarily for me okay yeah uh i have played persona 4 on my ps vita back in the day uh and that was one similar to the switch right you only give it love when you're out and about and i never gave it love that it needed when i was at home right and so mm -hmm. persona 4 i liked it a lot i am interested in checking it out but again those are big 200 plus hour persona JRPGs, 5 it's a big it's a big commitment the time yeah. for it but Great to see them finally come to Xbox. I think that was a big conversation we've had over the past couple of years of when are these games coming over here? Here they are. It's like, like for me, games like that, like Yakuza, like Persona, and there are some others as well, where like you like them so much that you're genuinely like really happy when they come yes. to other platforms. He's like, oh, so many other people are going to get to discover this game now, you know? Mm -hmm.
Paris, but I think, that, I think that's kind of my thing, though, it is the time commitment. And I, I understand that we're in a unique situation, but I feel like I got so many things I'm trying to play. It was like, is this something I really want to try and commit 150, 200 hours to? Yeah, because everything's when an I opportunity got all these cost, other things, right? you know, distracting me at the same time. Yeah. It's like if, I, if I'm going to commit to a 200 hour game, it's like how many other games could I be playing in that time that yeah. I'm not playing because of this one game? I want to you know? play the Yakuza's instead. But, if it, but again, if, if it's something as good as Yakuza or Persona or Mass Effect or you know, GTA or Fallout, one of these games that like, again, 200 hours, but like you don't regret a minute of it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Going on, January 20th, Monster Hunter Rise coming to Game Pass as well. This is the one that released, I believe, on Switch first. I have played this one. Uh, I am a Monster Hunter World guy, not a Rise guy. Yeah. Uh, I think World had more of that kind of like real or real world look as opposed to Rise is more of the cartoony side of things. Yeah. Where you could ride around on a cool wolf dog. You had the cute cats cooking up food. I thought that was cool, but I just can't do the Monster Hunter games. I need something something fun to kind of spice up the monster hunter grind i find too much is i played about 10 hours of monster hunter world couldn't quite i mean I, again it's one of those ones i totally get why other people would be into this it's yes not, not for me yeah paris lily do you remember the game i'm thinking of it right now that was just like monster hunter and it just it came out last year the year before it was kind of like the smaller indie monster hunter because i know i believe ea is trying to do what wild hearts is supposed to be a much right. monster hunter type game but what was the one I'm thinking of? It's on the tip of my tongue. I liked that one because it was new. It was fresh. It was a little bit uh, kind of baby's first Monster Hunter as opposed to Monster yeah, Hunter. Yeah, now it's on the tip of my time. tongue. I know what you're yeah, talking about. Somebody in the chat will correct us, or I'm sure yeah. the YouTube comments know what I'm talking about. And I, I really like that game? one. Yeah, it was on Xbox. Dauntless is what it was called. Dauntless? Yes. I've never heard of it. Dauntless, uh, kind of a, just a, an easy baby's first Monster Hunter, and I thought Dauntless was a lot okay. of fun. I really All liked right. that one. Now, so, so, so again, we'll to, to the Monster Hunter question, if if I didn't like World, should I not, not even bother with Rise, or is it different enough? I could be like, oh, I didn't like I didn't like World, but I like this one. I don't know, Gary. I liked World because it. I, I liked the graphical fidelity. I liked the look of it. I didn't like stepping down onto the Switch, of course, with that yeah. hardware and the cartoony look as opposed to what the other one was, but I'm sure Monster Hunter experts would tell you Give it a try because it's worth it. Okay. Uh, keeping it going. This one excites me. January 26th, Hitman, World of Assassination. They're bringing all the Hitmans together now. So if yeah. you have three, you will have two and one all right. together with some new content. You're going to jump back into Hitman? You say jump back into. That's actually one of the most one of the more shameful items on my backlog. Hitman <laughs> 3 has been sitting on my Xbox Series X in the living room since it came out. I still haven't played it. And I know okay. that I'm, I, and I know that the minute I play it, I'm going to be like, why didn't I start playing this ages ago? Yeah. Because yeah. I love those kind of games. Paris Lily, Hitman for you. What do you think about Agent 47 and yourself? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as, as Gary. Now, when, when the new one initially came out, God, I, I'm so bad on time. Now, was that two years ago now? It came yeah, out was that yeah, a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I started playing, but yeah, because it was when Khalif, I'm literally in the game because Khalif made a joke about me in the game, one of the missions. I checked it out then, but I just kind of fell off. But this might be an opportunity to get back into it. Uh, so we'll see. I really encourage you both and anyone watching, listening to jump in to Hitman World of Assassination, right? Bringing all of the products together. What IO Interactive has done with that game franchise yeah. is something special. I hear you that can do some really, like, great really wacky things yeah. in that oh, game. Oh, yeah. And like you said, Paris, this game came out January 20th, 2021, right? All of the yep. fan-made contracts are going to keep that game alive, keep that game fresh, keep you playing, which is going to be a blast. And I know I will 100% jump back into this, not only with myself, but with my friends. Yeah, I want to play The people it. here are kind of funny. We're going to play a lot of Hitman. It's a great game. Up next, January 27th, Dead Space Remake. We played the Callista Protocol. I mean, of course, this has got to be a play for us, right? Are we checking out Dead oh, Space, yeah, yeah. all of us? 100%. I didn't really care for the first one. You know how I feel about horror yes. games? They're not... I, I just don't... I, I don't care how good they are. They're just not... I don't want to play them. Um, I remember playing a little bit of Dead Space back in the day. I thought some of the stuff that, that it innovated back then again you take it for granted now but dead space i think was one of the first games to like completely clear out the hud yes. you remember like all of you like everything's like in game so like your health is like actually built into the suit that you see mm -hmm. on screen so there's no you know they, they stripped away all of the you know furniture of the page so you're just looking at you know more like watching a movie 
than seeing, you know, health points and stuff, you know, on the damage meter or whatever up on the screen. I liked a lot of what they did. It just wasn't, I mean, I'll look at it. I mean, do you, do, let me ask you this, Mike. Do you feel like this is one of those games that was like crying out for a remake? Because it didn't strike me as, as a really dead space. That's what you're going with? You I don't know, know. For me personally, no. I didn't need the remake. I wanted the franchise to come back in a new way, right? I wanted a Dead Space 4 or a brand new reboot to the Dead Space. Right. I didn't want a Dead Space remake. But of course, me and Greg did go down to EA. We did get to go hands-on with it. We gave a preview earlier in the year. And we did like what we saw. But the moment that we walked out of it, I looked at Greg and I said... You got two very competing games coming up side by side with Callista Protocol and Dead Space. Who's coming out on top? And that's what I'm more interested in, right? Because Callista Protocol, I had a really good time with. They changed up the formula and went really heavy on the melee combat and what they did. I'm excited to see, does Dead Space remake capture me like that one did? And will I want one or the other more than the other? If I was a, if I was a developer on that Dead Space remake, I might be a little bit bummed out on the timing, you know, because... You could, they could have released it any time. It turns out they, they chose to do this game and release it in such a way that a lot of people like, might, might already be thinking, ah, just play Callisto Pro. I don't need another one of these. You know, I don't know. The, the timing's not brilliant. I think, Paris, maybe you let me know what you think, but I think this is actually the perfect time for them because I think Callisto was hot and cold with a lot of people, and I think a lot yeah, of people so some people really their didn't friends like it. away from it. I think they're pushing them towards Dead Space, so I maybe. think now is the time to strike. I know a lot of people had, the problem, had a problem with the combat in yeah. Callisto, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. my thing is, you know, I've, I've been pretty vocal. I'm not necessarily a fan of remakes in general, unless there's been a huge gap of time. I think this one seems, I mean, you know, 07, I mean, it's definitely been a decent amount of time to have a remake. And to your point, I don't think Callisto landed the way a lot of people thought it would. Yeah. So this coming right behind it, if they stick the landing with this, you know, we, we've seen a lot of the visual upgrades and some of the other things that, that they've done with this remake that, I, I think actually this is perfect timing for them. I think they have a great opportunity, especially before the huge influx of games start coming in for 2023 to grab a, a huge chunk of the audience to check it out. And I think the side benefit of this could potentially be if this is a hit, this can spur EA to enable that team to give us a brand new Dead Space experience, right? On this new engine, everything that they're doing. So, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to checking it out. Yeah, excited about that one. Moving on, January 31st to end the month, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition coming to console. This is a big one for me, as you guys know. I loved Age of Empires 4. I'm a big Age of Empires fan, and the idea of this RTS, this beloved game of mine and many others, coming to console is a big deal. And I think, Paris, we've talked about it before. Yep. Can you nail the controller support, right? Is this going to feel right? Because these are these conversations we have of, you know, this is a mouse and keyboard type of game. That's what these RTSs are all about. And very few have really done it well on controller. You think of, of course, Lord of the Rings, Battle for Middle Earth. You think of, of course, Halo Wars and many others, but not really many come to this. So can they nail the controller support? Well, you know, you, you know I've, I've spoken about it before. I'm very skeptical about coming in, you know, from a PC background as I do, where, you know, I grew up playing Star, you know, Warcraft, Starcraft, Command and Conquer, Age of Empires, you know, all these, all these games. Uh, and just, you know, my whole life I've been like, this is how you play these games. You know, mouse and keyboard, yeah. like you absolutely need like that level of, you know, you need all the buttons. Yes. Um, and especially if you want to play at a high level. Uh, so I'm skeptical about it, but I think this is a good opportunity to see like how far, okay, let's, let's see what you are. I'm going to play it just to see like how it works on a controller and how much they've learned and how much they managed to, to me, it's a square peg in a round hole, but I'd be interested to see how much, how well they've been able to make it fit. Does it support mouse and keyboard, by the way? Do you know if people want to play that way? Just I have think like a it PC does. Type experience? I think it does. Yeah, I, okay. I, I could be wrong on that, but I feel like that is an option that you can do. Okay. But obviously people will correct me if I'm wrong on that. But to your, to your point, I, I'm the same. I'm skeptical to see if this will work. But if it does, that's great. So I'm checking it out just for the controls <laughs> more than anything else. I want to see if this can work with the controller on a console. So I am looking forward to that. Um, but it also reminds me, and I never hear anybody talking about this and maybe just didn't sell that well, but do you remember when 2K brought Civilization to, to the console? It's yes. called Civilization Revolution, I believe. Um, I remember playing that and enjoying it at the time. I thought they got the controls done well enough. I mean, it wasn't complete, you know, mouse and keyboard experience that, that you expect normally playing a Civilization game. But I thought 
they modified the game enough to work with the controller, you know, on a console. I believe I played it on a 360, but never, I was surprised to see 2K never try and replicate that again. So maybe this will be an opportunity here with, with Age 2 on I a console like and a controller. Turn-based is a bit of a different animal, though, isn't it? Like, the, the, yeah. the you can take, even though it might be fiddly, you can take your time and then you go, okay, submit my, that's my turn. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you're getting like Zerg rushed in StarCraft, like that gets twitchy. It's not just about knowing the yeah. strategy. You've got to better execute it fast, yeah. right? So that to me is the RTS. I completely believe that turn-based strategy can work on console because there's no, you don't have to worry about the Twitch factors to make it like intuitive. Um, Real-time strategy, again, like when, again, especially at higher levels, when you look, you look at like the APM or some of these like esports guys and just their fingers are just a blur on the keyboard. I'm like, I don't know how you replicate that on a gamepad. Yeah. I'm excited to see it because first stop is Age of Empires 2, and then next we'll go to Age of Empires 4, which I thought was a great new addition to the franchise that breathed a lot of new fresh air into that one. Had some really fun touchstones with, of course, hands-on history, which I really, really liked. I like the one I played. 20 minutes on the trebuchet right now? Yeah. Trebuchet again. So I am excited to see if they can nail the controller support. That's the biggest one. Uh, ending the month, SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake. Anyone jumping into that? I can leave that one. Okay, we're keeping it moving here. Let's head into February right there. We have Chef Life, a restaurant simulator. Ooh, you know, I like those. And Gary would I, I love those vocational love simulators. That. All right, we'll keep an eye on that one. Um, you know, Gary, I love all those. I'm surprised you didn't bring up Power Wash Simulator for one of your favorite games of the year. Oh, was that yeah. this year? Was that 2022? I believe so, yeah. You know what? I played it, it entirely on PC, which is why it's not showing up here. Yes. Um, but no, that's that, that, 2021. That, my apologies. Okay, yeah, so it was yes. 20. It was 2021. Um, but that but that would have been in 2022, right? There it is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely on my list for 2021. And if okay. I had discovered it on Xbox in 2022, I, it, it, it would it would be on my list as well for this All right. year. Let's keep it going. Deliver us to Mars. Anybody know anything about that oh, or any excited uh, about I'm, that? I'm, I'm in on that. I'm really looking forward did to that. Did you play the moon one, Paris, the one before no, this? No, I did not, and I, I need to. Again, I hear it's this good. Is yeah, back, I'm, back I'm interested. Yeah, to, I, mean, I actually too. want to check them both out. Uh, yep. Paris, since you're interested in this one, can you tell us a little bit about Deliver Us, uh, Deliver Us Mars and tell us what we can expect and what does it look like? What is this game? Uh, basically, it almost looks like it's like a horror game, right? Okay. In, in, in that sense, like kind of sci-fi horror. I mean, obviously you're going to Mars. That, that's going to be the premise of it. But there, there's definitely some some sci-fi horror elements to it. Just looks interesting from from what I've seen. So Please. yeah, it's, it's definitely piqued my my interest in radar to check it out. Okay. Yeah. Looking over at the Steam page right now, Deliver Us Mars is an atmospheric sci-fi adventure taking you on a suspense-fueled, high-stakes mission to recover the Ark yeah. colony uh, colony ship stolen by a mysterious outward. Uh, that's how it ends right there. And so it's third person. There is some vehicle driving in some of the photos that they're showing. So keep an eye on that one. If it's a little like too horror-y, I'm going to have to bail out. But otherwise, okay. I, like the, I like the concept. Uh, keeping it going. February 10th, Hogwarts Legacy. Pass. Guys, where are we falling on Harry Potter here? I don't give a yeah. flying. I don't give a flying fuck about Harry Potter. Okay, Gary, I like that. For me, that's a park the bus. This is a big deal. Okay, <laughs> Harry Potter childhood phenomenon, of course, as you of course, know. Right? Yeah, for many people, everybody wanted the dream Harry Potter game, right? And I think this team is poised to deliver that, right? From everything you've seen. It looks like that. The big open world, the adventures around the castle, the adventures off the school grounds, like Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy looks like a blast. So I'm actually- I never really would have had you down that. as a Harry Potter fan. I mean, I think any kid my age is a Harry Potter yeah, fan. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it, it must be, because fun fact, I've never watched a Harry Potter movie start to finish. I think I watched, the first, I watched the first one and it kind of left me cold and I've seen like bits of the others. Okay. Yeah, Very I just caught parts, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's this one is a very excited to see if they can deliver on this, right? I mean, this is a big deal. It'll be really cool to see. And Avalanche Studios, I like a lot, so I'm interested. Yeah, in it's an interesting one because, you know, there's kind of a cloud over it now and yep. you know, how, yeah, how much will that play into the whole experience. Well, we'll see. All right, keeping it going. Up next, we have Wanted Dead coming out February 14th. Anybody excited about don't Wanted know, Dead? I don't know that one. Yeah, okay. I don't know that either. Keeping it going right now. Uh, after that, we have Tales of Symphonia remastered for Xbox One, of course. That one annoyed me because when I was here for the studio launch, one of the one of the trivia questions we got on okay. Blessing's <laughs> fucking stupid game show was um, <laughs> name like name a game that has that starts with Tales of. 
Oh. And I remember thinking, like, Tales of Symphonia? Or am I, I feel like I was imagining that or making it up. It was a real fucking game. Okay, okay. So well, I was anno I'm annoyed by it now. I have, like an, a, a, I have an unfair bias against that game. We're moving past that one. February 17th, Wild Hearts. This is that EA title that I talked about that is similar to Monster Hunter there. Don't know it. Okay, okay. Keep an eye out on that one. Uh, Wild Hearts is an upcoming action role-playing video game developed by Omega Force and published by Electronic Arts under the EA Originals label. The game has tasked players to hunt massive monsters uh, in a fantasy world. So do you think this is them definitely going after like the Monster Hunter dollars? I, I think so, yeah. This okay. is going to be that live service Monster Hunter type game that hopefully EA can maybe cash in on and have you come back time after time and check this out. Well, I mean, well, like, their last big play in that space was Anthem, right? So it'll be interesting to see what, how much they've <laughs> learned since then. Shout out to Anthem, though. God, that game felt good, though. Right? Like, wasn't it cool to Did ride it? around that javelin? It felt good, Gary. Did it? I never played it because it was never a good vibe on it. Uh. You know, I, you know, I can say this now because it's way past Wait the expiration me. date. But, you know, I was part of the whole, whole preview process of okay. that when they brought a bunch of like Destiny people in and we got to play it and give our feedback at Bioware. And I will never forget telling them, do not launch this game. It's not ready. And they didn't listen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sometimes they got to learn the hard way, Paris. Yeah. Uh, keeping it going February. My name's in the credits, by the way. If you play the credits of Anthem, I'm, I'm, I'm in the credits. That's pretty I, like, good. I swear. That, well, what's the other game? There's another game I'm in the credits of, and it's like they didn't do well. It's okay. like I've, I'm only tied to bad games. Uh, February 21st, Atomic Heart. It's a big one that we've all been waiting I'm for in. on Game Pass. Paris Lily, you're into this one. Remind me which one this is. Atomic Heart. Uh, Paris, give me the rundown on this one while I pull it up. I believe that's like the crazy Soviet Union looking one, right? Yeah, and it's steampunk is the wrong term that i'm looking for but yeah it's it kind of has it's that russian feel and like ign had did the ign first on and you got to see one of the boss fights it looked pretty pretty interesting yeah like you're bringing up the screen on, on it now it looks interesting I, I i mean we'll obviously see once we get our hands on it but um it, it has a, a interesting concept to it i think is from from a gameplay standpoint because it's is it first person? Yeah, am I blanking? Person, am I wrong on that? Like it is first person. Yeah, feel yeah, yeah there you go. It. That's that's a great way to describe it. Kind of a Bioshock feel to yeah. it. Yeah, like Wolfenstein and Bioshock come together. You've got guns and powers. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, this one has been something I think everybody's been waiting for. I believe it got delayed out yeah. of last year, and it's coming to Game Pass, so it's a big deal on the Xbox. Looks pretty. Side. A lot of people are excited about this one. For I mean, it looks like a AAA game. So keep an eye out for that one. Thank you to uh, production team as well. I, this one had not been on my watch. radar at all, but it looks cool. Uh, up next, Gary, this is for you, February cool. 21st. Like a Dragon Ishin? What, what's the name on this one? Do you know? It's just called Like a Dragon Ishin, right? Yes. Is that correct yeah. on that one? I was just uh, as far as I know, this is the one that goes back in time, right? It's more like kind of like not feudal Japan, but like kind of like a couple of hundred years. It's like a prequel. Okay. I okay. think that's right. And are you excited about this one? Yeah, because I, like I said, I, I love the Yakuza games, and I, I, I kind of backed into them. I never played any of the others until Like a Dragon, which is the seventh one, and I fell in love with it, one of the best games I've ever played, and it made me want to go back, and I started playing Yakuza 0, and I'm slowly making my way through the whole series. Okay. But I will definitely play this when it comes out. The one I'm really excited about is the actual Like a Dragon sequel, Ooh, Like yes. a Dragon 2. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, so they've kind of messed with the naming convention of the Yakuza games now, which is like kind of confusing people. people yeah. You might think that Yakuza... Uh, like like a dragon Ishin is the sequel to the previous like a dragon it's not it's like it's like a prequel and i think it's more to do with um um other it's it's not like the ichiban characters it's like some uh, some other whole thing but it you know plays into the the yakuza chronology like the dynasties of these different kind of yakuza clans and stuff it's you know it's interesting personally you're excited about this one it's on my radar. Okay. Again, I'm, I'm thinking about at that time, there's going to be so many other things coming out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'll get to it right away, but it's on the radar. Keep an eye on that one. This is uh, is a spinoff game of the Like a Dragon series. It came out in 2014, so it's coming out yeah. now for this one. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's exciting here. Of course, we'll have to bring on Brittany Brombacher to get. I would love to do a. I would love to do a Yakuza uh, cast with with Brittany because she, she she's the only other person I think loves. Like a dragon as much as I do. All right, keeping it going. February 23rd, Blood Bowl 3. Anybody ever played Blood Bowl? No, I've never been a Blood Bowl guy. Okay, no. I like Blood Bowl. I wish Blood Bowl was more like NFL Blitz, which is Super Mutant League football. They made one that made like NFL Blitz. But this is the fun, like, turn-based orcs versus humans and elves 
football game that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, I never could understand it fully, but I, I'll try this one for it's sure. It's turn-based. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a very interesting thing. It's like dice rolls and stuff. I always wanted just NFL blitz, but it's not NFL. I wish I wish there were more of those kind of hard-hitting sports games. Man. Everything's too simmy now. Sometimes you just want to pick up a controller and, you know, go crazy. You're telling me, Gary. Okay, up next, February 24th, Kerbal Space Program 2. I never played the first one, but I, it's one of those ones like, man, I should have played that because like, it, it looks like so everyone I know who's played it like, loves it, and I feel yeah. like I'm missing out on something. So I remember um, I, when I went to Gamescom 2019, I got to see a behind-closed-door thing for it, and, and I didn't play the first one either. And I instantly was like, I got to play this. This, yes. this looks like a lot of fun. I, I, I love the whole literal rocket simulation, I guess is the best way to describe it, of, of what they're building. And obviously, you know, it's taken some time for them to finally get it out. But yeah, it's that that's on the radar for sure. Looking forward to it. Sign me up for this. Can't wait for this one. I liked number one. Number one is tough, right? Like you really got to try. You got to learn the mechanics. You got to read mm -hmm. every single piece and try to yep. really piece it together. It's cool. It's, gonna be, I love it's it. a fun game that they made here. Uh, keeping it going. This is for you. Paris Lily, February 28th, Destiny 2, Lightfall. It is, and I keep saying it every year, but it is insane. I believe now we're talking, is it year nine? Year nine. Whew, that's amazing. Year nine of, of Destiny. And it's, it's still going. And now, look, they're, they're having some issues, PvP, like anyone's in the community, obviously, you know, is, is aware of that. But the fact that that game is still something that I pick up and I'm excited to play every time a new expansion comes out is just a testament to what Bungie has done since 2014. So, yeah, 100%. I'm there day one. Destiny. And Paris said it. Destiny had a good year last year. Keeping it rolling into 2023. Let's have some fun with that. Uh, finishing out the month of February on February 28th, Scars Above. Anybody interested don't know in this, this one? one either? This no, one is an no, interesting looking one. Either. I recommend you check it out. Uh, Scars Above is a challenging sci-fi third-person action adventure shooter combining rewarding feel of overcoming difficulty with compelling and inner enticing story set in a mysterious alien world to explore. This one's got that third-person kind of almost um, returnal. Is that the one that we played on PlayStation? Paris, you yes. can remind me. Mm -hmm. Looks like Returnal over here. Looks okay. like Returnal. Looks like Lara Croft in so space. Keep an eye or something. out for that one. Lara Croft, Returnal in space. <laughs> Scars above coming there. I like that. Let's yeah. keep it moving. Let's jump into March. On March 3rd, we're getting traded on Game Pass. Woe Long, Fallen Dynasty. This one's parked the bus. I mean, we got to play the demo. I don't know this one at all either. What is this? This is like a Souls, Souls like game. Oh, forget it's it. It's going to be punishing. It's going to be yeah, tough. Yeah, it's not me. It's fast. It's like Sekiro type vibes. It's fun. It's going to be. Okay. All right. Yeah. You keep an eye out for this one. This is going to be a must play for sure. All right. Paris, are you jumping in and trying this? I know, <laughs> you know, we tried to get you on Elden Ring. Where do we fall on this kind of game? I'm, I, I'm a wait and see. I, I'm not against okay. it, but I'm a wait okay. and see. Hey, look. Game Pass. There you go. Got it. It's Check right. it out. Uh, March 9th, Fatal Frame, Mask of the Lunar Eclipse. Keep going. Keep going. What does that mean? I, I, no? I told you, Fatal Frame can, can, can go fuck itself. Oh. I, you, you know my opinion on this. <laughs> I said before, the whole reason why, I don't, not the whole reason, but like the Fatal Frame 2 on the PlayStation 2 yes. was the last pure horror game I ever played. That game fucks with you so badly. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not just out of this game. I'm out of the whole fucking genre. Like I was, I, I said I would never play another horror game, and I never did. Okay, okay. <laughs> Keep an eye on that. Okay, Gary, I'm right there with you. I'm oh, right fucking there. the worst. Tim was like, oh, this game's gonna be cool. No, no. Uh, yeah, if you like shitting yourself. Yeah, then it's great. <laughs> yeah. March 9th, the highly anticipated, long-awaited Skull and Bones. Oh yeah, a lot riding on that one, right? <laughs> Right That's this, this year? Thing, Gary. That's this it's year. finally it's coming out? It's happening, Gary. We are finally going to see what this is, right? After so many years. Make the prediction right uh, now. Hit or miss? Oh, big miss. Yeah? Oh, 100%. Oh, you That's, think it's going to flop? That, I, I, I don't know, Gary. All of the resources. Yeah, all, millions and billions of dollars and everything that Ubisoft can bring to bear. Everything they've ever learned about video games from Assassin's Creed and Far Cry and everything else. It's all being piled into this and you think it's going to fall on its face. I don't think this is the one, Gary. Paris, how you feeling? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so so my thing is, Danny and I played this uh, at, this must have been E3 2018, I feel, is when I played it. 
And I, 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 there's more of a curiosity than anything with me to want to play it, to see what the final game has ultimately become, yes. because this basically started off as, as a derivative, a derivative of the, the, you know, the Assassin's Creed black flag, black flag yeah, exactly. all the sailing stuff, so right? This is Pirates Creed but, basically. Right. But it's now evolved into something else. And, you know, I, I'm fascinated to see what it is. I hate to say I lean more towards what Mike is saying, that it's probably going to be a miss, but I hope it surprises me. I, I do. So, so I'm, so I'm, clear, I'm like, interested I w- to check it out and see what it is. I, I was kind of messing around. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to say like, oh, but it's Ubisoft. How can you go mm-hmm. wrong? You absolutely can go fucking wrong with Ubisoft. Oh, We've seen it there plenty of times. And, th- and this one, I think, I don't know. Like, I, I like it when things are good more than when things are bad. Yeah. I would like it to be good. It's just, It's yeah. been an interesting story because they know this game's coming out amidst all of this like you know people are kind of expecting it to be this billion dollar like boondoggle right mm-hmm. like ubisoft's folly or whatever but but it's I, become I would a like resource it to be good if it was now, good right? i would play it yeah it seems like that paris is right yeah see, and, and that's why i'm 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 hesitant because who's that who are you marketing that towards who's excited for a pirate ship resource manager i I don't know if this was more of just an action thing where you're multiplayer and you're you're fighting your buddies and blowing up shit. I think that might have an appeal. It doesn't. Have, I, it doesn't have that aspect. There's got to be some action, right? Some. I I, like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's combat. what I'm telling you. I'm, yeah. I'm fascinated to they, see what it's going to be. We've gone so many different directions with it. There's no yeah. clear vision quite yet on what we're going to do until it's here. That's I mean, it's going to be inter- like I said. There's been so much you know conversation around it. It's going to be interesting just to see. Yeah. You know? This is, is, it, a, is it good or bad? I, I'm, I'm with Paris, right? I'm very curious about this game. I will play it just to see what are they delivering on here. What is this going to do that I can't that I can't already do in Sea of Thieves? Correct. That's going to be fun. Yep. That's how, how I'm kind of coming into it to see. So, yeah, there's there's a huge curiosity. I mean, factor. I don't want to fall into the trap of assuming that because they're both games about pirates, they're, they're, they're very similar games. I mean, you, you can come at the world of pirates in two very different ways, right? But I, I don't yeah. know enough about either game to know how similar they they look at this point, right? Yeah. Be really interesting to see. Keep that March 9th. Uh, going on March 10th, DC's Justice League Cosmic Chaos. Don't know that one. Okay, I think we're don't skipping that, that one. That looks like a, a kid's game, unfortunately okay. for us, on that one. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, March 17th. Paris Lily, hype me up on what Respawn Entertainment's bringing us to us there. I mean, hey, it's it's a sequel to Fallen Order, and if you've been and if you played that game and know how it ends, and you've seen obviously the the teaser trailer that we got at the Game Awards, I'm 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 in. I mean, it's it's more Star Wars. It's more telling of that story before we get to the New Hope timeline, you know. And again, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm intrigued. And and if you've been on Disney Plus, some of the Star Wars shows shows that that have lightly touched on things that are that have happened in, in fallen order i'm in all in looking okay. forward to it i yeah, think, I think you... again it's respawn respawn has not let me down oh, so they don't miss really looking forward to it as a star wars game yeah what are you mr star wars are you uh, do you jump into the galaxy far far away with games like this is it is it bad i didn't play the first one I, that's why i asked you i knew you didn't play the first one right. I, am game mr. Star, I am mr star wars but i haven't done a great job of keeping up with all the latest star wars mm-hmm. content you know in the very there's so much of it now um that it's actually kind of sometimes hard to keep up with um but uh again as an outside as someone who hasn't played the game i, I look at this and go like yeah this if you know ever because i did i play you know back in the day like dark forces jedi knight jedi knight 2 all of those games you know this is this is obviously the spiritual successor to a particular strand of star wars gaming which is like wouldn't you like to experience how fucking cool it would be to be a jedi with those powers yeah. right and this and and this is that's what dark forces did that's what jedi knight did uh jedi knight um when it came out in like i want to say 97 98 was probably my I, I, that was my favorite star wars game of all time at that point i loved it so much and this is obviously is just you know the kind of the modern uh successor of that and it looks great yeah shout out to star wars force unleashed back in the day those were my childhood Force, yeah games. completely right force unleashed, the ones yeah. where you got to go wild with it uh keeping it going to round out march two games march 24th resident evil 4 remake we going yeah. back to resident evil yeah 4 my wife and i really enjoyed playing resident evil 2 i gotta talk about horror games right i, I can play them when it's like collaborative like that yeah um, and I don't think of Resident Evil 2 as like pure, like gut wrenching horror, like, you know, survival horror, more action based horror. I can, I can, I can deal with that a little bit easier. Resident Evil, the Resident Evil 3 remake we skipped because the, again, the vibes are off, right? Like it wasn't, it, it, there wasn't great, um, it wasn't, wasn't great buzz around it. 
But I know that Resident Evil 4 is, is one of the, if not the most well-liked Resident Evil. For many people, it's their favorite, right? They yeah. love Resident Evil 4. So, and I never got a chance to play it when it was back on the, what was it, GameCube? I believe first so, came out. yeah. Uh, so this would be a good opportunity for, to, to finally try it out. Paris Lily, where do you find Resident Evil? It's, it's not my bag. I okay. think you ought to get Brit on here. Brit, yeah, Brit should be yeah, here. She loved it. I mean, like, that's, that's, her, that's her We're thing. putting the yeah. Britney sign up right yeah. now. We yeah. need her yeah. to come yeah. join us yeah. here. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake is very exciting to me, right? When I look back on my Resident Evil history, I actually started with 5. So I never okay. got to play 2, 3, or 4. And that was and a weird Wasn't 5 a weird yes, one? Yes, 5 yeah. is one that a lot of people... 5 and 6, right, are my first two Resident Evil games. A lot of people just say those are bad games. I just remember po people posting some of the right? cinematics going like, you've got to check see this shit to believe it. Like, is it so wacky? So I've been really blessed, right, because I played... Five, six, seven, eight, and then I got the second remake. I didn't play three, but everybody talks highly about four. So for me, right. I'm really lucky, right? It's like a new Resident Evil fan to have Resident Evil four. No, remake. yeah, I can totally see my, my wife and I playing that one together. Ending the month, March 28th, Crime Boss, Rock K City. This was at the Game Awards, Paris What Lily. was this? <laughs> Do you remember this one? This one's yes. wild yes. here. Oh, is this the one that's got like all the fucking actors in Correct. it? Correct. Okay, yes. this Trejo is fun. in this one. Michael Rucker's in this one. Uh, this is a uh, Crime Boss Rock K City is an organized crime game combining first-person action and turf wars, playable solo or with friends, and a big cast of names. Hey everybody, it's Mike checking in. Unfortunately, this is where the show has to end. We lost power on recording that day, so we'll see you back here next week for a brand new episode of the Kind of Funny X-Cast. See you, everybody.